Chapter Ten of the Rock Frog. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Rock Frog by Harriet Anna Cheever. Chapter Ten: The Great Storm. The smiling, sunny summer was gliding softly away. By and by would come the time for the leaves to fall, the pond to grow dark and cold, the days to grow short, the nights chilly and long. Then winter would come puffing along, freezing the water, making hard lumps of the mud, driving southward the birds, and making bare the trees under cover would creep the froggies and the toads not a cheerful gleesome hopper would be seen and yet they would be alive and only waiting for another spring to come and wake them to peep hop and croak as merrily as ever yet there were still to be bright warm days before summer would be quite gone fruits were ripening everywhere berries blue and black hung heavily on spicy bushes children shouted and played in the meadows and all through the dewy night the frogs kept up a merry-go-round of joyous ringing sounds there came one morning during the last week of summer when it was so hot that even the frogs were silent while keeping part way in the pond scarlet and crimson flowers ripe gorgeous and fragrant flamed along the garden path appearing to laden the air with heat and perfume the watchdog lay before his kennel tongue out and panting hard hens wandered about with mouths wide open sure sign of great heat madame puss left her favorite perch on the piazza and lay sprawled on the grass under the shadow of a tree cows finding a brook or a wet spot stood where they could knee-deep in water birds twittered but softly and did not fly far men went about under great umbrellas hats off and used as fans and with collars wilted almost out of sight during the afternoon it grew very still people went about slowly and cautiously as if almost afraid of the great heat farmers loosened their horses from the plough and led them to the barn showing mercy both to themselves and the poor beasts it grew more still the sky began to look dark while a yellow light showed through the glooming of the clouds several long pond frogs went with sluggish leaps to the rock of judge kerchunk we think there is going to be a storm they piped the farmer has put the cattle and hens in the barn and carefully fastened back the shutters he has tied up several tender trees and saplings and put great tubs where they will catch the rain then a few marsh frogs came hurrying along it is going to rain they said and we are trying to get back to the marsh before it begins 
at that judge ker chunk said my advice to all the frogs is to get close to the pond to lie low and keep huddled together there will not be time to reach the marsh before the storm will be upon us there is going to be a great wind so great that frogs had better look out that they are not tossed about i think too that hail will come down the little sharp stones of frozen water that are harder than ice slow to melt and strong enough to break glass if they chance to strike it it was not long before there was a booming of thunder and flashes of lightning streamed along the purple and coppery sky are you afraid asked one of the long pond frogs as they were about to leave judge ker chunk alone afraid exclaimed the rock frog with a slow smile afraid well i think not after all the storms i have seen it would be strange enough if i should feel anything like fear i am afraid of nothing remember my children that kind nature knows when her flowers are drooping for want of rain that the grass is drying up the streams are going dry and the fields trees insects and all things in her vast kingdom are crying out for rain long pond has been so low piped a young frog that we were afraid it might dry up entirely no fear of that said rock frog the springs which feed it are too deep and too high up on the hills for our pond to really fail us but notice the refreshment and the freshening that will be over everything after the rain has come the beautiful welcome rain never be afraid of anything in nature i cannot tell how it is yet i feel sure that back of nature is some power that guides great nature herself and that knows what is best for man birds flowers insects and for the frogs as well now go i smell the rain the wind is rising the thunder is growing louder make haste for the pond there was a scrambling and leaping for the shelter of the pond with its deep grasses and muddy hollows birds were in their nests the hum of insects had ceased the dog was in his candle puss was under the piazza then the storm broke rain beat down like the tramping of a host the wind was like a mad swift whirl pushing all before it grass bent over and lay flattened with the drenching drowning downpour rose leaves fell in showers leaving the bushes shorn of their sweet blooms great trees swayed and swirled as if about to snap apart blinds rattled weak fences were blown down loose stones on the wall clattered to the ground then hail came pelting down the hard prickly hail a wilful gosling that would not obey its mother goose when she cried squawk squawk came under the shed come under the shed ran squealing into the barn 
and began looking for the pins and needles the silly creature thought must be sticking in its little yellow drumsticks water rushed like a river down the road and fell in heavy streams from housetop barn and shed the wind roared like a giant pellets of hail clattered down lightning flashed and glared while thunder crashed and boomed and seemed as if bowling and growling under the earth so violent a storm did not last long after a time the rain began to fall less heavily winds still rocked the trees but tender twigs no longer snapped and fell the hail ceased the darkness lifted lightning flared in fainter flashes the thunder muttered from afar then the sun came struggling through the clouds rosebuds that had clung close to the stronger stems raised joyous heads of promise in the sweet and freshened air the flaming scarlets and gold of the garden smiled with rosy drops on their beautiful cheeks their radiant tints softened by the cooling raindrops birds began glad twitterings overhead the dog fluttered over the lawn in sheer delight at the fresh new air that was all about and the grand wet paths over which he could parade puss stretched herself in cosy comfort on the piazza mat insects hummed with relief long pond had swelled and was full to the banks with sparkling rippling water toads hopped blithely along the garden delighting in its soft muddy ridges the long pond frogs were jubilant and skipped to and fro their merry piping sounding all along the region of the pond let us go and see good judge they cried and tell him how everything is rejoicing after the storm so over to the rock went a large company of frogs father hindlegs and patty go frump leaping along at the fore up the rock scrambled several at once and at the top what they stared as if their goggle eyes would burst out of their heads there sat the rock frog silent dignified and grand outside the rock one by one they squatted in speechless staring astonishment there was never a peep a croak nor a boom as the gathering crowd only stared and stared the rock frog himself was the first to speak my children he said look at my door and looking at their beloved judge had bade them the frog saw that a piece of rock had been split away leaving a wide space where the little peephole of a door had been how did it happen coursed the frogs i cannot tell answered the rock frog except to say that amidst a rushing of rain a tempest of wind the rattling of hail and the flashing of lightning there came a crash not a frightful one it did not alarm me then i saw a piece of loose rock lying outside my door and i wondered where it came from all at once i noticed it was light above my head i looked up part of the roof of my house was gone 
some kindness and goodness had opened wide my door out i came into the storm free joy 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 i let the raindrops cover me over i cared not for the hail i did not notice the wind the lightning showed me the wide sweep of the heavens the thunder was my friend when it cleared i started to hop over and astonish you all then i found i could only take short leaps and my legs ached when i tried to hop about as i had never given a long leap since i was a little boy frog it is not strange that my joints are stiff and refuse to work easily then i knew the wonder would be quite as great as if you came and found me sitting quietly outside the door that had shut me in so long and truly i could scarcely stir for the glory of it all i seemed to see the whole great world spread out before me every moment i am sending praise and thanks way back of nature they must reach somewhere the news spread like a flash all along the banks of long pond over to the marsh and far on to the deep pool district where dwelt the great green frogs at the full of the moon there was a night of rejoicing such as never before been seen around the banks of long pond every long ponder was on hand the marsh frogs were present in great numbers the green frogs came hopping over their leader taking surprising leaps in his anxiety to tell judge kerchunk of his delight at knowing he was free the revel was at full height from midnight on such a peeping and piping such a drumming and fiddling such a booming and dancing hopping leaping and plunging farmer harris said he believed the frogs had gone crazy in their delight that the pond was full again the dog dared not show his face for fear they might eat him up the boys rolled over in their beds and giggled at the noise heard in their sleep down by the pond through the few remaining days of summer and during the fair sweet days and nights of early and middle autumn judge kerchunk rejoiced grew plump nimble and strong took fine journeys to marsh and deep pool banks being welcomed everywhere as chief of all the frogs and through all he kept returning thanks but while he is still looked up to and trusted as the wise judge kerchunk the tribes have never ceased to speak of him also as the rock frog end of chapter ten recording by linda Marie nielsen vancouver b c end of the rock frog by harriet anna cheever